Five, four, three, two, one. Good. Good morning. Morning. Monday night for us. Tuesday morning for you guys. And、um, my crosswall is not in the back. That's because we're not at home. Yeah, we're not at home. Yes, we're not at home, guys. We、we're、broke out into, and about. We broke into somebody's house <laughs> and thought it'd be funny to do a devotional like that. No, it wouldn't be funny. No, I said it'd be fun. Oh. No, did I say it'd be funny? Yeah, you said it'd be funny, but it wouldn't be funny. Why? Because we'd be admitting to a crime. Why do you have hair in your face? Oh. Because it's bouncy. That's called bounce. Look, bounce, bounce, bounce.、Oh. Yeah, so、um, <clears throat> I'm taking、um, a couple paintings, different paintings, to the gallery in Jamestown.、Mm-hmm. Are your eyes itchy? They are. <laughs> Because we, we. I have this. AC or fan, we don't know how to shut it off. We called for them to show us how to shut it off, and they don't know how to shut it off. And it's just blowing and blowing and blowing. So it's been bugging me. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well. So <clears throat> I have to、um, take a couple paintings to、um, the gallery in Jamestown and Took the opportunity to get away for a little bit. Yeah. Even if it's just one day, guys. Yeah. So.、But、I'll take it. Yeah. So we're close by, and、uh, in the morning, which is the time you're watching this, we're going to go over there, put a couple of new paintings there,、uh, that, which is、uh, the print of the cabin and the print of. Oh,、uh, the one in the field. La oh, la máquina. Yeah, you're going to be、yeah. exchanging la máquina and the cabin one. And, and, and you're going to be bringing the willow, Jesus, yeah, the under Jesus the willow tree. To display it at the church.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just going to do a, an exchange of some of the paintings.、Yeah. Um, just to keep it fresh.、Mm-hmm. So we're、yeah. going to move some of them around.、Um, and then we're going to take those over to the church. And, yeah. Yeah, because、yeah, we swapped a lot from the Galleria in Stockton.、Mm-hmm. So just kind of. You keep things fresh, you replenish, and、um, that way it stays, your display or my display you know, looks new. Yeah. And since we're only an hour away from the house, guys,、um, you guys got to understand for us, even if it's an hour away from home and to just be able to get away from home, we have a busy April、um, coming our way. We have had a very busy last two months, and,、um, and for us, even, even if it's just an hour of just taking just to drive up here,、um, it was just beautiful. And for us, taking drives is a big deal for us, to be honest with you,、um, just to get away. It's nice. We're in the foothills. Yeah. We're not actually in the mountains.、Um, Jamestown is. Is next to Sonora and、uh, Columbia State Park.、Mm-hmm. Um, we're about 
We're cl close to the mountains. Yeah, it is. Like very what? Close. Another twenty minutes. Yeah. But right here, it's just foothills, so you start to see forests, and it's nice. Yeah, yeah. it's a little town, and yeah. three thousand eight hundred population. Yeah, and it was really, really nice just to drive. Um, <sighs> it's always beautiful yeah. when you can just see God's creation, and then I get to see all the cows, and you just look at the beautiful little farmhouses and everything, and and we just we get a moment to just talk. And I love that we just get away and we talk and um, just just to get away, guys. Um, sometimes you need to do that. We need that. I think as a marriage, um, as a couple, individually, collectively, we, we need that. And, you know, I know it's you guys might be like, well, you didn't get really far. And but it means a lot to us you know, to be able to just step away from the house sometimes, even if it's just for a drive. And to us, we used to do that. We used to be able to even take a drive around the city um, and just take an hour drive somewhere. And we used to be able to do that, but lately we haven't really, we don't even get to do that much anymore, you know? Yeah, and, that, and, and that goes for all of you guys, because a lot of times um, couples, they save for a vacation once a year um, and they think like it has to be some crazy flight or some mm -hmm. crazy cruise or and and what happens that's that's not enough guys that's not enough yeah you know and it doesn't have to be like you you don't have to have a thousand dollars to go on a trip you get you know a, a decent hotel with good reviews and, and um, if you have AAA, get a AAA discount and and literally make sandwiches. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to, it doesn't have to be about a fancy dinner. It doesn't have to be about, it's just about literally getting out of the house, getting out of that environment, going into a different environment. Yeah. It was funny because when we came in, <clears throat> as we drove in, we were going through foothills and all of a sudden, boom, this little town and I, it said population 3,800. So it made me ask when when we're when I was checking in because you were in the car, mm -hmm. I said, um, "What is there to eat around here? Do things close early?" Because I just had a feeling, mm -hmm. and she was, "I'm glad you asked." She was because a lot of people come from big cities and there's nothing here 24 hours. You're gonna starve. <laughs> she goes, "Everything shuts down at nine. She goes, "So." There's there's a few fast foods, even those close at 11. She goes, there's Burger King and Taco Bell. She goes, other than that, everything shut down at 9. She goes, the next town is 17 minutes away, and they shut down at 9. She goes, so that's why we have refrigerators and microwaves. So, you know, it's always good to go to the grocery store. They have a deli bring food back, put it in the fridge, you have a microwave. She goes, because people go hungry out here. Mm -hmm. She goes, a lot of people come from, you know, bigger cities and they freak out and panic because there's nothing to eat yeah. after nine. <laughs> so we went to get ourselves a little soup. We got ourselves each a little soup and we got a jello and then you got some cheese and some cheese and, and some... Havarti, Alex. <laughs> Havarti cheese and he got himself some, a little bit of a sandwich meat and that was it. Yeah, well, pastrami and, uh, and roast, roast beef. beef. Yeah, like a few slices of roast beef so he can just have it with cheese and that was it. And you know what guys, and some water and we're good, we're, no, we're good to go. Don't need a fancy restaurant, mm -mm. No. don't need nothing, you know, so 
Um, but yeah. But you need to do that, guys. We we definitely suggest that even if it's to take a drive, um, you know, it's beautiful um, when you do things for ministry. Um, ministry is very, it is very, very important. But your first ministry is your family. You well, know? How good are we going to be in ministry if we're burnt out? Yeah, we can't be effective if, if, um, if we are burnt out. And I think, you know, number one, you need to definitely um, put your time into your family, your children, you know, separate. You do also have to separate your time with your spouse and you have to separate that time with your children as well. You got to make family time mm -hmm. and you got to make spouse time. You got to make time for your wife or your husband. Um, and then you have to make time for that family time and do mm -hmm. things with your family. Um, very, very important. They are your first yeah. ministry. Now, now let's say you're a single parent. Mm -hmm. You need to get your kids out of the environment yes. and literally just go. Be before I met you, it was just me and my son, David, you know, and it, it was just me raising him. And we would go. We would go to, to we'd get a whole, I would go preach. Um, at that time, when I would go, like, minister, um, I would get a hotel. I would ask them. I said, listen, I don't, I don't charge, uh, what do they call it? When you people, preachers go and they charge. I can't remember, there's a, there's a word for it. Mm -hmm. I said, but if you could just, you know, get me a room. Accommodate. It, yeah, because it'd be like a two-hour drive to go, you know, share my testimony somewhere. And a lot of the times I would do that because my son was yeah, with me. Yeah, they would just accommodate you with a room or yeah, something. Yeah, and I'll be like, if, if you get me a room, I'm good, you know. And, uh, and usually it was because my son was with me and I know he loved, he was like 12, 13 at the time, and he loved staying at rooms. And it was just me and him, my little buddy, you know, and we would just get away, get out of the environment. Yeah. If your kids are grown and you don't have a spouse or you're a, a widow or you're single, um, call your best friend. Mm -hmm. And say, hey, can we just get away for a day? You yeah. know, so that's why I don't want to uh, alienate anybody. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. also that's a really good way to fellowship. Yeah, women um, get a few women together. You know, go out and have a a ladies. You know, uh, go on a make a mini retreat yeah. out of it. You know, guys. You know, the other day, the guys ended up going fishing, you know. They went early in the morning. They Didn't catch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter, you know, but the fellowship is wonderful. You guys can take off the night before or just go to go do something. Get a fishing trip together. Get a paintball game together. Do something, you know, and I think that's important. Family time is really, really important. Get another group of uh, people together that have teenagers and do something together. I think that's another, another wonderful thing, you know. You know, Sal... In, from San Francisco, mm -hmm. um, he went fishing two more times after our fishing trip. Really? Yeah, he caught nothing. It's <laughs> messed up. I told you, brother, mm -hmm. just go to Safeway or something. Mm -hmm. Go to Safeway, grab some fish, oh, put them wow. in a bucket, and go home. Be like, babe, look, look what I caught. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so um, interesting scripture today. I want to read it, and then I'll tell you why it was inspired today okay you guys ready i'm ready ready yes acts the book of acts chapter 17 um i wanted to do verse 11 but you said it was bunched up with 10 10, 10 to 12. Okay. 
So Acts chapter 17, 10, 11, and 12. Check this out. It says, Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. Okay, David reads out of the New King James, and I'll be reading out of the message. That night, under cover of darkness, their friends got Paul and Silas out of the town as fast as they could. They sent them to Berea, where they again met with the Jewish community. They were treated a lot better there than in Thessalonica. The Jews received Paul's message with enthusiasm and met with him daily, examining the scriptures to see if they supported what he said. A lot of them became believers, including many Greeks who were prominent in the community, women and men of influence. Okay, so I want to tell you about the context of what was happening here before I go into why it was inspired. So basically, Paul and Silas were in Thessalonica, and they were trying to share the gospel of Jesus to the Jewish people, but the Jewish people were not hearing it. They didn't want to hear nothing. They were not receiving it. Matter of fact, they got angry because they were stuck to the scriptures they knew, and they were unwilling to hear Paul out. So by night, they had to leave. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it got. Yeah. So then they went to a small town of Berea. And Paul, every time Paul went to a new city, if there was a Jewish synagogue there, synagogue was like the Jewish church, they would go there first. And he shared with them about Jesus. Mm -hmm. But they did something different that Thessalonica didn't do. Thessalonica didn't do. Is they listened to Paul, didn't, didn't argue with him. They heard him out. And then when Paul left, they searched the scriptures to see if it lined up. If it was true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I they like... their research. Yes. I like that, guys, because I've always... My Bible college that I went to, from the very first course, said, always be a Berean. Always be a Berean. In other words, don't be that person that just, you're, you are right and that's it. Hear somebody out. You hear them out, and then you search the scriptures because everything mm -hmm. has to line up with the word. If it doesn't line up with the word, it will fall apart. But here's the thing, though. you got to understand the word in the context of the scripture. When you understand the Bible, who wrote it, who was it written to, what, what was happening at the time, what were the customs of the time, you know? And then you bring in this teaching that this person brought in. So, anyways, this is what inspired well, it makes yeah. so much. It makes so much sense. Because, oh, makes so much <laughs> sense because there's so much out there. Yeah. So so much out there that the first thing you should be doing is running to go search the scriptures. But some people don't. They just argue. Yes. They go. They go and argue without without searching. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge problem, guys. Um, I've seen that today, actually. Yeah. I've seen somebody today. Um, they got backlash. Mm -hmm. They got backlash for for 
saying something on somebody's post mm -hmm. today and I was like yikes you know yeah. and I kind of felt like somebody kept saying to them show me where the scripture is yeah. show me where the scripture is I think two people said that oh, really? on somebody's post to somebody that was responding to somebody's post and, oh. and when I seen them I didn't see a response back and I said yikes you know because no. you got to be ready you can't go and start trying to debate or try to say something when you can't back it up with scripture yeah you know well it's you know today um where do i start yeah there was this? a lot going on today um i'm gonna keep things general because if not it'll get railroaded into a five-hour devotional um you guys want a five-hour devotional no reina does I know Raina does, <laughs> but well, I know um, I know Adam does too. <laughs> but it started like this, right? I started seeing this. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of how I try to be true to what, what I believe my Bible college asked me to do as a student is to always be a Berean no matter what. So yesterday I saw this thing about this shoe that came out and everybody was blasting Nike. Well, Christians were blasting Nike. And they're, they're like, I'm boycotting Nike. I'm throwing all my Nike gear away and all this stuff, right? So I look and I'm like, oh, that's an ugly shoe because it had a pentagram, it had some Bible verse, supposedly it has like human blood in it. And I'm like, ugh, who the heck would want that? And it has 666 on it. So I'm like, Man, that would be really dumb for Nike to do that, yeah. you know? So, I wanted to be a Berean, though. And you're like, how are you going to be a Berean with that stuff, right? I wanted to be fair toward Nike. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I did? Instead of just copy-paste and post it, and so all these Christians will hit like, I actually Googled it. Did Nike release this shoe? You know? Really simple. Guess what? We all have Google. Google, let's do research before quicking, quickly jumping onto the bandwagon and blasting Nike. And I could care less, guys. I, I buy my shoes of famous footwear. You know what I buy? I don't buy brands. I buy the sale. So I, I don't have a dog in, uh, a dog in the a fight. Why are we stumbling? I have no idea. So <laughs> I don't have any arguments for, or for Nike or against Nike or whatever. I'm just simply like, okay, I need to be informed. I don't want to sound like a Christian that is just searching for a fight. Yeah. And I found out that Nike did not release those. And then it, I popped in my head because my son Abraham, he tells me, yeah, people take shoes and they customize them and sell them for like $1,000. They'll get like a $100 shoe. So I, I remembered that. So when I looked at it, sure enough, this rapper hired a shoe, shoe, a custom, shoe customizing company to customize some Nikes to make them into these really stupid looking devil shoes had nothing to do with Nike. You know, so it's like you get all these people angry. So I was a Berean. I did my research, you know. Now, and I'm like, okay. And then, and then I'm like, I guess I don't have to throw away my Nike shoes, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I have a few of those. I have some Pumas. I have, I don't know what else I got. So anyways, 
In the same way, any Christian rapper can go buy a hundred Nikes, customize them, mm-hmm. and sell them. So atheists can do it, a Hindu can do it, a Muslim can make Muslim Nike. So it has nothing to do with Nike. And then I saw somebody else come and say, well, Nike, that's a that's a pagan sign already, you know how it goes, right? Like mm-hmm. that. They didn't say that to me, but I saw it, and I'm just like, oh, there we go, down the pagan thing, you know, as you're drinking your Starbucks with the pagan sign on it, using dollar bills with the pagan pyramid with the all-seeing eye on it. It's like, dude, it doesn't, on a Wednesday, because it stands for Woden, you know, and, <laughs> and it just, it doesn't end, you know. But anyways, um, all of this thing and, and and it was a it was this whole shoe it came about with this rapper and so this brother of mine uh, brother of ours in christ he mm-hmm. posted something and i was like i don't even know who this rapper is you know and he kind of messaged me and it wasn't even about the rapper it wasn't even about the shoes the conversation was about something else of of that i'd never heard i'd never heard this teaching I'm not going to tell you what the teaching was because I haven't done my research yet. But the point is this, is that he hit me with something I had never heard before. And I said, tell me more about that. Because I, I respect this brother. This, this brother respects me, has always been respectful to me. And just because he, he gave me, uh, he, he shared a teaching I had never heard before. He could be a thousand percent wrong. He could be a thousand percent right. He could be somewhere in the middle. But here's the thing. I didn't shut him down. Mm-hmm. I didn't shut him down. A matter of fact, I said, can you tell me more about that? And the reason I asked that is because I want to be a Berean. You know, so throughout my Christian life, had I not been a Berean, I would have never learned about casting out demons. I would have just shut it down. I would have never learned about laying hands on the sick. I would have never learned identity. I would have never learned it. You know, the person I learned it from, had he came and, and, and I, I could have just shut it down like this and Alika did. But instead, I, I'll be honest with you, the brother I learned identity from, I watched, I, I saw him on YouTube, watched his videos, watched his videos, and then... I started seeing healing after healing, and I started saying, this is fake, this is fake. And then I said, wait a second, David, that ain't being a Berean. And then I found some videos of his where he was actually doing some teaching. And I said, you know what? If it, if, if it doesn't line up with scripture, it'll fall apart. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think all what we're being, if we're using wisdom, then we're all being Bereans here on RBT mm-hmm. when you're giving your teachings to us if we're doing the research yeah. how to hear ourselves. the voice of god exactly um, who you are in christ absolutely um when the war in heaven happened yeah there's there's a lot of things that you've probably heard us say that you never heard in other churches and what do we do we go and we search the scriptures you know and and, and, and that's then, exactly yeah, what we're being yeah and then you hear us and you don't shut us down yeah. and then you search the scriptures and you're like Man, I never saw that before. Yeah. You know, so it's the same way with this brother. It's like we're searching the scriptures together. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, I'm very careful. That's why I'm not mentioning what it is that he brought up to me, because you know what? I'm going to search the scriptures. Like, we were talking about it all the yeah. way up here, and I shared with my wife, like, you know, I said, this brother said some stuff I never heard. 
you know and then i actually googled a youtube to see people that believe this and actually people that didn't yeah i wanted to hear the arguments and then i text my brother and i really quote wrote to him i said hey have you ever heard this teaching and then pastor carlos because these guys they love search they love being bereans too you know and i'm like hey Somebody said this, what do you know about this? And it was funny because my brother said, I'd heard that years ago. He goes, but I haven't heard anything about that for years. And then Pastor Carlos too, you know. So I kind of throw things out. I hear back. I go to YouTube. I want to see what people say. I, I, I wanted to see what people say to counter it. And then I heard people that, but then I haven't done my research myself, you know. But my whole point is it's not even about the actual subject that we're talking about. It's. We need to be Bereans, guys, because I love what that says. Um, they were treated a lot better than in Thessalonica. The Jews received Paul's message with enthusiasm and met him daily, examining the scriptures to see if they supported what he said. A lot of them became believers, including many Greeks. So remember, the people in Berea had never heard of Jesus. Here comes Paul. Mm -hmm. And he says, hey. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is God in the flesh. And the Bereans were like, that sounds weird, but you know what? We're going to open our Bibles, and we trust that God is going to reveal if it's false, or God's going to reveal if it's true. And these are people who were prominent that had influence in the community. Yeah. And they ended up getting saved, guys. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, and that's exactly what we're seeing even. And we were even talking about that today, that even on, in this day now, we're mm -hmm. even seeing people who are prominent of influence that are starting mm -hmm. to see things taking place. Like we were even seeing that with a with a Jordan, Jordan with, Peterson, with Jordan Peterson, with with people who we wouldn't even have thought People yeah. that have, are of influence that are just starting to see wonders and things take place that yeah. we wouldn't have thought. People of influence, you know, mm -hmm. and and those are that's that's huge. Yeah, that's huge, and and that's exactly what came to mind right now when when I said when 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 we I just read this right now. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, after that whole conversation. I went back to the guy that put these shoes out and it was this rapper and people were saying about some video he came out with and I'm gonna be honest with you, the first time I watched it, I was very disturbed. It bothered me and it really did. And then I, I told Sharon, I said, man, I, I really don't wanna show you this video but I need you to watch it because I wanna have a conversation about this with you. And, and I showed you, and you were like, you were, it was disturbing it, at first, right? And, until we started talking about it. Yeah, something. but once, I think once we started talking about it, mm -hmm. um, and then I, I, I felt, when, when we, you began to tell me, when we started to realize on how, how the blind, how yes. a person can be so blind of this world, well, I'm glad we saw the video of that one guy. Yeah, it, it just, um, to me, it just, it, it, it just reminds me of the words that you always speak, though. Mm -hmm. And you always say, you know, how can you lead a blind person? Yeah, and, or be mad at him. And, uh, yeah, how can we be mad at someone who is blind? And mm -hmm. we, we can't. 
You know, you cannot, you cannot lead someone who's blind and that's somebody who's lost and just so lost and blind and, and, and we can't, we can't entertain, we can't be mad, we can't be upset at somebody who's blind and lost, you yeah. know? And you had just said that just on Sunday. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, it's like y- you specifically said those words, are you gonna yell are you going to yell and be mad at somebody who's blind who's trying to cross the street? Are you going to yell at mm-hmm. them? Are you going to be are you going to yell at the donkey yes. that's chained that can't free himself? You know, and are you going to you know? yell at the blind person so, when they're trying to cross the street and they can't see, you yeah. know? How can you yell at somebody and be mad at them? Yeah, so at first I'm watching the video, I'm disturbed, I got upset at the rapper, and then I said, "Wait a second. He's blind." Yes. And he's lost. And if I'm going to be mad at anybody, it's the enemy that has lied to him. Yes. And then I started analyzing the video. I only seen it twice. The first time I saw it and then with you. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see it anymore. But I started realizing throughout the video that he is basically saying he has been trapped and he has been chained, you know, and he has been lied to, you know, and... I'm like, you know what? He's crying out. Because here's the thing. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. We fight against principalities in high places. Yes. You know, so it's like we have to be careful to not be the Christian that throws stones at the blind. You know, you got to hear. I look at it in, in this sense and in this way. And I look at that, that young man as, as almost as the age of one of my boys. Mm-hmm. That's somebody's son. He's 21. You know, he's 21 years old. That's the age of one of our boys, you know. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's brother. And, and that's, that's like the age of my boys and of our boys. And as a mother... You know, I, I just, I know that there's a mother, there's a grandmother out there, there's an aunt, or there's somebody who, who's, I'm sure, is praying for that young man. I know it. I yeah. know that there is. So, so tell me, not you, what do you think is more effective if a thousand Christian YouTubers bash him, or if a thousand YouTubers pray for him yes which one is more effective that we pray guys this is the kingdom we're talking about we don't fight against flesh and blood but against principalities and high places yes. bible says we are called to demolish the strongholds yes. of the enemy yes and how are we going to demolish him guys and we're just going to pray and we're going to pray for this young man and we're just going to pray and we're going to pray that's what we're going to do and i got chills right now let me tell you and they're multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, you know, you got to always, I, I know sometimes we want to take the high road because we're Christians and we're righteous in Christ, but you didn't do that to yourself. Jesus did that. And if Jesus did that for you, he's no respecter of men. That's right. So that means he can do it for the next person, you know? Um, yeah. This young man is in a is, is, is in a deeper darkness, a different darkness than I know, 
But what makes me think the darkness I was in wasn't just as bad. It was just a different darkness. You know? it, it, it reminds me it reminds me of when um, Justin Bieber remember Justin mm -hmm. Bieber was going through he was going through a really really rough patch in his life at one time he was going through a lot of demonic stuff at one point in his life and everything but man there was a praying mother there was a praying mother and a praying family and that there was a lot of people that were going against him because he was just doing a lot of mischief a lot of bad things out there but there was people that still had hope and there was a lot of people that had been praying for him and i remember i remember even myself i remember mm -hmm. i was praying for him but i remember that he came to the hands of my cousin to remember that mm -hmm. he my my cousin had this little boxing a small little a, a, a small little boxing gym and he started training him small little place guys and in that little place he found hope and he started working with him little trainer and slowly started working with him and just the small little glimpse of hope people find glimpses of hope in small places mm -hmm. and a mother who prayed and for those few that began to pray for him and look at he found God again. Yeah. You know? So he, well he came back to his, his roots. Yes, he came back to his roots. Yeah, because when his when Justin Bieber's mom was pregnant, um, she went to a revival. She had wanted to kill herself actually. Yeah. And um, she got saved while she was pregnant with him and got a word that she was carrying a boy that was going to reach millions for Jesus. Mm. She received that word. This is what I, this, hear what I'm saying. She didn't just get it. She received that word. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he becomes this big rock star. And, and reaches millions. Yeah, but. Build a platform of millions. Yeah, you know, so here's the thing. We, we, who are we to say anything? We can't say anything. Matter of fact, I forgot to tell you, last week he was in the news. Because he's going into prisons ministering. <laughs> he's going into prisons to preach. Wow. And to share his testimony and to share the goodness of God. And then he worships, you know, so. Who are we to stop the hand of God, guys? Yeah. Who are we to stop? So let's turn things around and let's pray. Let's pray. The power of prayer. So, yeah, people say, oh, there's there's power in prayer. Are you sure that's, that's, is that just a bumper sticker cliche or do you really believe it? Mm. Do we really believe it? Do we truly believe that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world? Do we really believe that? Because how about a million people believe the salvation of this, this young man made these demonic shoes? What about that? Yes. You think God won't hear a million prayers of salvation? Yes. What do you Hallelujah. think? Yes. Because it, this is where the rubber hits the road. Do we truly believe that God can reach anyone? Do you really believe it? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, yes. So, um, I guess that's it, guys. Um, be a Berean. This is something I, I have always learned from the very beginning. Um, I'm not going to say my Christian walk, but the very beginning of my education with, with Christian Leadership University, the Bible college I went through that was 
gracious enough to do it through correspondence while I was in prison, you know, and, um, but they've always said to always be a Berean because if it's not of God, the belief will fall apart. You follow it through. Matter of fact, uh, I, I didn't tell you this. A lot of times, instead of trying to prove something wrong, because you will always prove something wrong, because you can always make scripture go against another scripture, because of uh, it, it'll be out of context, but you'll do it. So, this is what the Bible called it said: is try to prove something right, because if it's wrong, it'll fall apart on its own. Yeah, you know, and um, and I'm excited. I'm actually. I'm, it sparked my interest. What the brother told me. Because it's a challenge. It is. It's it a is. challenge for me. For me too, because yeah. I even told you, and I said, yeah. you know what? I want to search this with you, and I yeah. want to just, man, it, I want to dive in. It's been a long time that that I got hit with something that challenged me, <laughs> and honestly, my wife has never seen me get something different. And because when you came into my life, I was already talking about hearing the voice of God. I was always talking, already talking about identity. I was already so this one just kind of hit me, and. I'm excited to do it with my wife to yeah. to be like, man, we're gonna break this thing down, and um, and then when when I feel more comfortable with it, then I'll share it on a devotional. I'm, I'm gonna be like, dude, this belief was whack, or this belief was there's it, it seems true, or I could very well say, you know what? I think there's some truth in this, yeah, and I think there's some things that are a little exaggerated. So you know what I mean? So that's just the way it is. It's exciting, um, but yeah, be a Berean, guys. Yes. Always be a Berean. Don't don't be quick to discount. You know, just just have discernment. I'm not saying to believe everything anyone tells you. I'm saying be a Berean and search the scriptures. There's a difference from just believing anything. You yes. search the scriptures yes. for it. And if you don't know the scriptures that well, and this is what I love. I'll, I'll end it with this. The brother that told me this, he said he goes. He goes, David, he goes, um, this is what I believe, but I need your help. He goes, because I don't know scripture like you. He goes, and help me to understand this. You know, and I'm like, cool, you know what I mean? So, so we'll learn together. Yeah. We'll yeah. learn together. But guys, it's time to go have my jello. So. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye, have guys. a good day. Have a good morning. Yes. And um, we love you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys.